Money FM 89.3. Best of the evening runway. Market View on Money FM 89.3. That's right, you're listening to Money FM 89.3 and it's now time for Market View where we take a look at how the Singapore stock market is likely to close for the day, the biggest movers, sectors and companies to watch. But as always, a quick recap of how we started. Well, Singapore shares started trading higher this morning following news that the city-state's key exports in September contracted by a narrow 13.2% year-on-year. Now, this is compared with the 22.5% slump we saw in the previous month. Now, on a seasonally adjusted basis, Nodex, or the non-oil domestic exports, grew 11.1% last month as electronics and non-electronics exports increased. Now, with that in mind, the early trade, the Straits Times Index was up 0.7% to 3,185 points after some 71 million securities changed hands in the broader market. Now, numbers on the SGX are still firming up, but here's what we are looking at for now. The Benchmark Straits Times Index currently up 0.12% at 3,167 points. In terms of value turnover, that's 811 million Sing dollars. The gainers outnumbered losers 287 versus 255. Top 5 movers by value we have here DBS, UOB, Yangtzejiang Shipbuilding, Sing dollars, OCBC and SIA. And heavily traded securities we have here Seatrim, Yangtzejiang Shipbuilding, Sing Dollars and Genting Singapore. In terms of companies to watch, we do have SIA and we'll tell you in a bit more. Now elsewhere from Rolls-Royce set to cut 2,500 jobs to TSMC's third quarter profit, expected to slide 30%. More international headlines in focus today and let's break them down with Oriano Litza, sales trader at CMC Markets. Oriano, welcome. Hi Tian Tian, how are you? Thank you so much for having me. Great and great to have you on board with us as well. So let's start with the Singapore stock market as usual. How has the STI fed so far and how have the latest key export numbers weighed on the stock market today? I think it's positive news to an extent all round. I mm-hmm. think it's, it's from a relative perspective. It is, it is obviously, um, you know, some positive news from those previous uh, numbers. Um, it's the usual suspects uh, in the STI that are really sort of bolstering or holding that, uh, the market up at the moment. But I do see it in a bit of a consolidation phase mm-hmm. uh, for, the for, for the foreseeable future. Um, if we look yeah, at, at those particular uh, counters, and the US market is obviously also treading water, so yeah. it's somewhat of a mirror effect. Mm. And zooming in on some of the companies to watch, Oriano, we do have Singapore Airlines posting a 24.8% year-on-year increase in passenger traffic for September this year. Demand for air travel remaining robust there, but at the same time, we saw my airlines collapse just uh, days ago. Any thoughts on the road ahead for SIA and for the industry as a whole? Yeah, I think it's quite, uh, obviously, you know, if we fast forward from the reopening, it's natural to see slightly inflated numbers, um, as well as the biases of travellers towards Singapore Airlines, especially here on the ground. Um, In recent months, unfortunately, from a a price action perspective, it hasn't directly translated uh, into uh, improved earnings. So we see this sort of current share price hovering around $6.29, a break low will retest that $6 price point. 
mm. um, having traded at a five-month high of around $8. So this could be the market just normalising for the time being um, and just finding its feet um, naturally. And the headwinds, I guess, at the uh, that SIA2 phase is uh, increasing oil prices and inflationary pressures on the consumer. Um, another factor from a macro perspective or from, uh, from the company perspective is that they have continued payouts of dividends for the past 10 years. And that's why, obviously, from an investment standpoint, it is a darling of the stock market. Mm. Um, and then over the last 12 months, one one thing to keep in mind is the payout ratio has been above performance at around 107%. So what they're paying out to investors is obviously taken off the bottom line in terms of earnings. And maybe mm. that's just tending to lower um, some, some of the actual stock price itself. Um, in terms of uh, strategy, lowering those dividends and a focus back on earnings uh, will, will, will assist that price action. Going back to your point regarding my airline, yeah. uh, I think they did suffer at the hands of a price war um, against the mm-hmm. likes of Air Asia, um, and they looked to capitalise fairly quickly once the reopening, um, you know, did take place. Uh, the race to zero between these low-cost airlines naturally impacts carriers, and I think what we will see in this space from that particular segment is a uh, consolidation of those low-cost carriers. So the large, the large players still to continue. Um, um, you know, dominating that space and, and continuing to grow by consolidation in low-cost carriers. Mm, and elsewhere, Oriano, let's take a look at some headlines around the world. Country Garden's entire offshore debt goes into default if it fails to make a 15 million US dollar coupon payment today, which is the end of a 30-day grace period. We also have a hearing for China's Evergrande Group later this month. Question is, how far can the situation be salvaged? Will we see a consolidation uh, in the property sector? In China, yeah, this I think is you know a very big talking point uh, because of a number of factors. Um, yeah. I, I agree with you. We do we do likely see a default on these offshore bonds later today. Um, we, we, the media has been discussing that advisors have already been appointed to deal with a debt restructure, mm. which is fairly ominous and somewhat an acceptance of defeat uh, in terms of country garden situation. I think from the wider sector perspective, um, onshore lenders then become under additional strain to try and, to try and take on or absorb some of that, um, that sort of debt under the restructuring. And then with the real estate sector, that we have a potential contagion effect specifically in China onto yeah. the banking sector. Um, banks would have to be looking at some of their uh, underwriting capabilities because mm. they may need to look to lift some of those ceilings uh, from previously forecasted levels. Um, and from, you know, there was a huge bet obviously a number of years ago in the Chinese property market um, where people had naturally been uh, you know, all in on property um, and we are potentially looking that we may need to pivot away. The risk with that, Tian is that mm. if they pivot away from a distressed uh, sector into somewhere like consumables where they yeah. have a sheer population size, um, it could, it could uh, I guess, accelerate that unwinding process in the property sector. Mm, I see. If you're just tuning in, we're now in conversation with Oriano Litza, sales trader at CMC Markets. And Oriano staying in Asia, right? Taiwan's Semiconductor Manufacturing, or TSMC, expected to report a 30% slump in third quarter profit on Thursday. Longer term outlook, as far as we understand, remains bright. What are you expecting on this front? Yeah, this sector had its uh, had its heyday, and then it's obviously under uh, some duress at the moment. I don't a number of 
factors affect this, so the first of which is the ongoing sanctions or the tug of war between China and the US yeah. and the continued restrictions that they keep putting on each other from uh, within this particular uh, industry. Uh, we look at you know the, the, the particular sectors that are impacted. You look at the smartphone, the computer chip makers. I think what they're looking is just hitting the pause button for a little while, mm-hmm. sorry, and running down their existing inventories. But something positive for the sector is that when they do get lo- low in terms of you know their, their orders or their backfills, that mm-hmm. they will they'll likely look to put new orders in, which could provide the, the sector or specifically TSMC mm-hmm. um, a bit of a uh, uplift. Yeah. Um, you know, their biggest, their biggest, uh, their biggest uh, uh, consumer, sorry, or, or mm-hmm. is Apple at TSMC. So they they obviously have lined up a new generation chip to be used yeah. in the iPhone 16, but that is a year away. And I think also in conjunction, and timing does play a big part. The recent AI boom, which we saw lift um, from a from a price action perspective, these AI related stocks up to elevated levels um, is, is just coming down off that off those highs there. So I think the market is that investors are looking for guidance going forward, similar mm. to earnings in terms of uh, upcoming earnings announcements in the stock market to determine whether the downturn gathers momentum or we get a stabilisation. Mm. And before we let you go, Oriano, Rolls-Royce reportedly set to cut 2,500 jobs or about 6% of global staff as its CEO streamlines the firm to prepare ironically for an upswing in demand for large aircraft engines. How would you read into this sort of a turnaround effort? <laughs> Given what we've been discussing, and uh, I guess in, in, in respect to the uh, airline sector, yeah. Um, these sort of global manufacturing companies, uh, uh, it doesn't come as a surprise that yep. they are currently all looking at cost base. So they're looking at overheads versus obviously their revenue and where it is that they can cut costs. We mm. did see that earlier in the year from the tech sector. So I think it's making its way round, you know, one by one to different sectors to really sort of, uh, I guess, align and consolidate a lot of their, their overheads. Yeah. Although obviously they have recently had uh, new management in place, and as we all know, when new management comes into any organisation, they usually like to um, you know, affect some form of change. Yeah. So it might be a move by their new CEO also, yeah, with good intentions to try and, um, you know, sort of pivot away from some of their alliances. Mm, thanks a lot, Oriano. That was Oriano Litzer, sales trader at CMC Markets. Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.